0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Joe Comerford, who's the executive director of Ninetown Transit and Middletown Area Transit. Joe, welcome. How are you? Doing well. Good to see you. It's been a while. Good to see you, Pete. What's new? A lot. A lot. lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a whole lot. Well, where do you want to start? So, well, let's start with a quick explanation of who we are. So, um, Estuary Transit District is the official name of the nine-town transit system and we have nine-member towns all here on the shoreline and all the way up as far as uh, Chester. Okay. And then uh, we also serve some other other towns a little further up north like Hadam, East Hadam, Mm -hmm. and Durham. We do a total of about 700,000 miles a year of service, about 40,000 hours and about 100,000 passenger trips every year. on all of our services. And we have a few different types of service. One's a fixed route service which is kind of what you're used to in a city where we have routes that run on schedules Mm -hmm. and on regular routes. Uh, Most of them starting into the Old Saybrook train station where you can transfer between routes and they go places like uh, locally they go from Old Saybrook to Madison, Old Saybrook to Chester. Then we also have some more regional routes that go as far as New London and Middletown, and we uh-huh. also have service from Madison up to Middletown, so ah. we, we go up to Middletown from both sides of our, our region. nice! And then those offer connections to those services in those areas, like all the service throughout New, New London, Norwich, mm-hmm. uh, Middletown, service up to Hartford, uh, New Haven, so a lot of connecting services as well. Absolutely. So you can get really far uh, on the fixed routes. Absolutely. Then we also do a, a door-to-door service, It's a dollar ride, we call it. And that goes anywhere within the 12 towns that we do cover. Mm -hmm. And it goes right to your door and the door of where you're going. And that just says booked at least a day in advance. But you can call us up to two weeks in advance to book that. And that is open to anybody. It's not limited to seniors, people with disabilities, even though it does serve a lot of seniors and people with disabilities. Anybody can use it. Uh, And then in addition to that, we do have a services for people with disabilities that runs just along Route 1 corridor, okay. and that's our, called our ADA Paratransit. Okay. And uh, that's also door-to-door and by reservation, at least a day in advance. Uh, and that, again, goes within that Route 1 corridor, but even could go as far as places like Guilford and Brantford. Okay. And uh, in addition to all those, those coming kind of we've had for a while, uh, what's newer is our, what we call our extra mile service, and that is an yeah. on-demand, uh, it's known as microtransit service. Mm-hmm. It's also a door-to-door service, but what's different about that and unique is that it's truly on-demand yeah. and that you, you book it when you want it. Right. So if there's no booking ahead of time. You just decide you want to go for a ride to Old Saybrook, and you just can either pull out your app and book it on your smartphone or you can call us and book it by phone for people oh. who, either don't want to use their phone or don't are very comfortable using their smartphone. Absolutely. You can just call us, Absolutely. and that operates in all of Old Saybrook, most of Westbrook, and parts of, of Essex and Centerbrook. Okay. So it's a smaller service area, uh, but it's uh, you know kind of our, one of our busiest areas, our densest areas, and. On, a, on average, the ride r- arrives within 13 minutes of your request time, so right. it, it rides pretty quick, yeah. and it's a great way to travel in that you know smaller area. Um, you know, on so say on demand when you yeah. want to ride, and not necessarily on the the bus schedule.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And then finally, we also have a taxi voucher program, and okay. that's for seniors and people with disabilities, and that really is meant to fill the gaps. Right of all of our other services. So, you know, if there's somewhere you need to go that's further away, could be anywhere in Connecticut they will take you, Uh, it's outside of our normal hours, Uh, it's on a day that we don't operate, then this taxi voucher program covers half of the cost of a taxi trip and we have both access to both uh, uh, sedans and also wheelchair accessible vehicles, so anybody can use it. And it covers half of that cost, so okay. it makes the cost of the taxi trip a lot more affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great for the types of trips you might not do all the time, uh, but have to do once in a while. What right. we see a lot of people use it for is doctor's appointments that are you know, further away, a specialist right. visit that's outside of the area, um, or even just occasional mm-hmm. trip home from work way right. outside of our hours. So like I said, it just kind of helps complete uh, any gaps that, w- that may exist. Um, and so, yeah, that's a quick summary of all of our services, which have really grown over the years and, and have gotten more diverse. And, and uh, yeah, we probably have one of the biggest offerings of services of any transit district in yeah. the state of Connecticut, Absolutely. And, and we keep growing. As a adding.
0: matter of fact, I actually took extra mile the other day. I had to go to Staples to, before work. Usually I would walk from Staples to work, but it started to rain. <laughs> Grab my phone. I was inside Staples, booked
1: everything. It was there within about three minutes. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Even better. Even better (laughs) than 13.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and and, uh,
1: the great thing is if you use your smartphone, uh, it it works just like a ride-sharing service where you can see where the vehicle is. You you get an alert that it's on the way so you you know how long your wait's going to be. So, it's um, yeah, it helps keep you informed of when it's coming and, and... makes that wait even shorter when you know exactly when the bus is coming, Absolutely. right?
0: Absolutely, <laughs> and, and it also does that on the app for the dial ride program as well when you, book your, when you book your rides on EcoLane, which is the
1: app. That's right. Yeah, we have, uh, we have lots of different technology available, Yeah, um, and we keep expanding it and growing it. And you're right, so now our dial ride and ADA Paratransit Services both also mm-hmm. have access to an app where you can get some of that same information. You can book right on the app, but it right. does have to be a day before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also see where the bus is, right. get the estimated arrival times. You can even pay through the app. You yep. can just attach a credit card now, so you don't have to pay cash every time you get on the bus, right. and it will just automatically charge your card when you when you board the bus. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have a lot of different uh, technology available. Um, right. It kind of jumps to our, what our other technologies yeah. is I think you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Is our token transit app that allows mm-hmm. our users to pay their their railer bus fare,
2: right. you know, any
1: bus fare can be paid right on their smartphone. Right. So you, know, you don't have to use cash anymore, or even a mm-hmm. monthly pass. You can buy everything right on your smartphone, including monthly passes, or single ride tickets, or right. a day pass, or any type of our passes are available
0: right,
1: right on your smartphone, right. and you know it allows you just when the bus is coming, just activate your ticket and just show it to the driver and, and board the bus and it all just us to a credit card. So you don't have to carry cash and worried about having the exact fare, yeah. which is yeah, something that's always oh, a challenge, absolutely. especially nowadays when uh, we're all so used to not having a lot of cash on us, right? Exactly. Even, even or, the a couple of dollars for bus fare, even just that $1.75 for bus fare, a lot of times we have no cash on us, right? Exactly, or so, you go to stop and shop and buy the, tent, buy the little green tickets. That's right. So, even eliminates having to make the trip to the <laughs> store to buy pa- passes yeah. um, or even monthly passes. Yeah. And just you can buy every one of our passes and then some. We even have some that are uh, exclusively available in the app, like yeah. a day pass. Are all, they're all available right there in the app. And anyone buying it for the first time, you get half off your first purchase. Really? So, it's a good time to, to try a out a monthly pass when you can get one for half the regular price. Uh, which oh, is only cool. $59 so right. uh, it it's offers a really large discount for you to give it a try and and you know, try out that app and see how it works for you it's, but we have a lot of people have now switched to that app um, and really we get some great feedback on it people really enjoy that Absolutely, like you said not having to go yeah, right. to a local <laughs> store or <laughs> right? come to our office or even we even order online and wait for it to come in the mail exactly. it's a much quicker way to get your pass and and be ready to go.: Absolutely, absolutely. What else we got? So uh, we kind of jumped into fares. Um, some of the Our base fare is $1. $.75. Okay. And that's for any of our routes that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So those are just $1. $.75. If you are a senior or a person with a disability, you could ride it for just 85 cents um, okay. And you can either to get, access that fare, you either just have to show your Medicare card or uh, if you go to our website there's uh, a link to apply for a there's a statewide half fare ID card that can be used on any bus system in Connecticut and also on the train system so Shoreline East Metro North it gives you access to their half fare programs as well okay so it's another if you are a senior person with disability it's a great thing to have so that you could use any of the state's transportation systems at that reduced fare price absolutely um, as you mentioned, we also have passes and tickets that mm-hmm. are either available online, yep. uh, in the area of stop and shops,
2: right.
1: at our office, uh, or in the mobile app that we mentioned earlier. So there's a lot of ways to buy those passes. They offer you a discount. Um, for instance, our 10-ride pass is the cost of nine trips. Our monthly pass is unlimited trips for an entire month for just $59, and if you're you uh, our senior person with disabilities, it's only $31, so oh, wow. extremely discounted for seniors and people with disabilities. We also have a statewide program known as UPass. Okay. And UPass is uh, with the state universities and community colleges mm-hmm. and all of our area ones do participate and allows students to get a pass that's good for the entire semester and then lets them use all of the fixed route services in the entire state and the rail systems in Connecticut uh, up to the New York line Mm -hmm. with their U-pass. And that's no cost to them. They just have to, each university has a central place that provides them, or maybe it's online, just have to check with their university, Mm -hmm. Uh, but something that's already included for them. And they just have to pick it up and and they can use it with their student ID to ride anywhere in the state. So it's a tremendous value for them. Um, and then also both Ninetown and Middletown this semester have a pilot with Wesleyan University okay. that Wesleyan students can just show their Wesleyan ID uh, on any fixed route mm-hmm. and they can ride both Ninetown Transit and Middletown Transit systems for free. Cool. So it's a, yeah, it's a great pilot program for them. Uh, hoping that we can help uh, Wesleyan, make it easier for Wesleyan students to, to ride on the bus.
0: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, we got exciting news coming up in in middle about Middletown with what's going on, but hold on a second because we're about to go into a break. We'll be right back.
2: Smart TVs and streaming services have taken over the television industry. VSC TV is proud to announce our presence on Apple TV and Roku to make watching your favorite shows even easier. You can access this service by downloading the Cablecast ScreenWeave app. Then choose Valley Shore Community TV from the list of channels. Select VSC TV Live to watch our channel in full HD or pick a show from our on-demand video library. VSCTV is your local Connecticut Midshore Valley digital connection.
0: Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Joe Comerford, who's the executive director of Ninetown Transit and Middletown Area Transit. Joe, welcome back. Thanks, Pete. Thanks. So, Joe, we were talking a little bit about, before the break, the Middletown Area Transit. And from what I understand, we've got some very exciting news regarding Middletown
1: Area Transit. What yeah. do we got? Yeah. So, uh, back in uh, 2018, uh, we, as part of our council, partnership with the Council of Governance, yep. Governments, both the Middletown Transit District and Estuary Transit District, yep. uh, partnered on a study to look at the best way to provide public transit services throughout the county, Middlesex County. Right. Um, and we also, as part of that, we also looked at uh, all the services and to kind of see where they still meet the needs of the community should they change. Right. And so back in t- the early 2020, the reso- we got the results on the, the governance piece of, it, you know, how do we provide service and what was recommended by the report was to combine the two transit districts and have one transit district for the entire county gotcha. which you know, I've seen Connecticut that's um, we don't really use counties much uh, but okay. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of a, a, a different concept in Connecticut even though it kinda of seems to make sense anywhere else right but in um, our county certainly does make sense because people do travel with in our county quite a bit. Right. You know, Middletown, for this area, is the hub for medical services, mm-hmm. for the court system uh, for social services, and many different things. There, there are definitely reasons people need to travel in Middletown. Absolutely. So, in this region, it definitely makes sense to be able to uh, facilitate travel better throughout the entire county. Right. So, um, we've spent the past, now, just about 18 months, discussing between the two transit districts and the state of Connecticut exactly how that should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we have reached an agreement and so all sides have agreed to move forward and we're kind of just going through the final steps now. All right. um, we already share management between the two districts. Wow. We share a lot of management staff between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much all of our management staff is now shared between the two districts. Uh, and again, all of this is being done in an effort to have the staffing necessary to properly staff the districts and right. make sure we're spending money responsibly following all the federal rules that come with our federal grants we receive, oh, yeah. uh, which you know, are, are significant. There's a lot of them. Uh, but, but to do it in a way that's financially responsible for the taxpayers of Connecticut and our region. Right. So um, you know, it's a, by doing this, we're averting a lot of future costs, uh, both on operating and on the capital side. Uh, we also have potential to see some other efficiencies, like, you know, combining our dial ride systems and you know, potentially being able to reallocate some of those services to other types of service. You know, right. so to be able to reinvest and improve the services. We, as I said, another part of that study was looking at the services, and there were a lot of recommendations on how we can improve service and make it even better. Some of them. Don't cost money, some do. So this gives us some opportunity to reinvest in ourselves and continue to make a better, stronger transit system for all of Middlesex County. Absolutely.
0: Now, does Middletown Area Transit do like a Dial-A-Ride program or do they just have the big city buses?
1: They do. Yeah. Do they? Yes, yeah, so we oh, have okay. both dial ride and ADA Paratransit. Okay. Um, theirs is a little different, but we'll be working through those differences. That's kind of the next step is okay. before we can make this um, you know, before we get to one system, yep. there'll be lots of steps along the way. Gotcha. Uh, so we've kind of already started with the back end side of things, mm-hmm. uh, right. having the administrative side of the same. But there's a lot to do to get right. the, the you know public view the same. Right. Um, some of those are not very hard. Some of those are simple policies. Mm-hmm. Some are a little harder because of technology involved, like fair collection, right. having the f- same fair system should be super easy. It's not because of the fare collection technology that exists in, in their buses versus our buses. Right. Uh, so part of this will be doing a bunch, a few different studies to uh, figure out how to make all these things work the same right. and have one, eventually, one system to the public. Uh, and that does include a new name okay. at some point. We don't know what it is yet. Okay. It's one think. of the things we're going to study um, that we want the community to be involved in. It's not going to be something we just the side and the back office, yes. So, um, th- yeah, there's a lot of these little things that will have to be done to make it all, again, one system in the end. So right now they still kind of operate as two entities under their existing rules and fair structure, yeah. but we will be make- taking steps, again, over the next year and a half to two years uh, to make them all the same and eventually get all the staff on one payroll, one hopefully right. as close to one set of policies as possible and and get it all again, one system to the public.
0: Now, how many staff members do you have in Ninetown <coughs> Transit and how many in Middletown Area Transit?
1: Sure, so there's 26 at Ninetown Transit yeah. and there is, uh, I think it's 23 in Middletown oh, Transit. Wow. all right. All right. So you're obviously
0: between Middletown and Centerbrook?
1: Yes. Correct? Yep, I'm one of the several shared staff <laughs> that kind of move between the two locations. Uh, so we do have two different offices, one in Middletown, one in Centerbrook. And we I can, can say, I know
0: where both. you guys are in Centerbrook. I've been there many a times. Where, where are you in Middletown?
1: Uh, so we have we an have office in Middletown on North Main Street, okay. and then we also have our passenger terminal right downtown, in downtown Middletown, I know where the terminal is. Street. So we have two terminal different by offices. by the courthouse, I believe. That's right, yeah, okay. right next door to the, ter- the courthouse. Yep. It's an excellent location. It right, is. Right in the middle of downtown. It is
0: now, as far as what's going on with ninetown transit, you guys also have a couple of new personnel changes, a couple of new faces to the ninetown transit on We do.
1: yeah, we have a lot, of, quite a few new faces. Um, okay. as uh, as uh, everywhere, the pandemic's definitely mm-hmm. impacted Absolutely. staffing, um, you know, just saw a number of reti- earlier than expected retirements right? Right. Good for you know those individuals. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's brought an opportunity to get some new people in. Yeah, and uh, you know it's, uh, it's definitely been some interesting times as we get new people and then also new positions. Right, as I said earlier, um, you know instead of duplicating positions like we were before, we mm-hmm. you know we had two executive directors, two finance managers, right. two, two of a lot of positions. You're rolling it all into one. We're going to have one that's shared, and then we're able to do something different with with those other positions. nice. Uh, So, again, to make sure we are complying better, uh, we're better capable of complying with federal rules on whether it be grants, HR, of course, is another big topic that's always a challenge to keep up with. Oh, yeah. So we're in the middle of hiring many other positions, uh, again, to, to strengthen our administrative abilities. But to do it, at a much more reasonable cost because we don't have to duplicate other positions. Right.
0: Now, as far as hours of operation of transportation, what are they?
1: Well, so depending on the service, they could be a little different. Okay. But in general, the uh, Nighttown Transit runs Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. until about 8 o'clock p.m. Okay. Uh, Saturdays from about 7.20 to about just before 7.00. on Saturdays. Middletown Transit runs Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. until 11 p.m. Wow. And on Saturdays from 8 to 6. Wow. I didn't know Middletown Area Transit ran that
0: They do. Wow. Okay. Yep. Um, And how how did it work out when you guys, because I remember in the summer you guys were running on weekends when you guys were running from the... Running to the parks,
1: we did. How'd so we did have a, a quite large pilot program over the summer that was a partnership with the OTN, the uh, Department of Environmental sure. and uh, Energy and Environmental Protection, um, and it was designed to improve access to the parks. Right. And Nasset was one of the parks that they chose for this pilot, right. being their largest park and most heavily visited. And so we did extend a lot of service. It was uh, about twenty-five percent increase overall for us in service, so it was a major increase in service, Uh, both adding new routes like the Clinton trolley and the Madison shuttle, which connects the park to Madison, but also extending the hours of existing routes, and as you said, adding service on Sunday, Mm -hmm. which was big and one of the things actually recommended in our study we did. And what we saw was that there certainly is a need for Sunday service, which was not a surprise at all. Uh, but it was good to see that our study recommendation was proven true by this pilot. And so we're hoping that uh, that's something that can be continued in the future. We're, we're working with the state now on different ways to, to add service. Right. You know, it's hard to say what will be added and what won't Absolutely. Uh, right now until we know from the state. but. It definitely was a good opportunity, like so to, to kind of prove that there is a need for service on Sundays, oh, uh, particularly on in the Route One corridor. You know, I mean, we all know what the Route One corridor is <laughs> mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it, it's it's heavily retail and service sector jobs, which are, they need those those individuals need to work on Sundays. And any people who aren't working on Sunday, they they want to access those places on Sunday. Absolutely. So it's uh, it's different times. It's not. It's not the early 80s when these services were designed and, exactly. and many things closed on Sunday. You know, people do need to get around on Sundays. And, and that was well proven by our Park Connect service. Absolutely. Speaking of getting around, let's go back to
0: Extra Mile. I understand that there is a public hearing or public input <coughs> regarding the Extra Mile program. What's going on?
1: Yeah, so, again, the Pub- Extra Mile was launched as a pilot mm-hmm. back in 2019. Right. And... We, we launched as a fare-free pilot right. to kind of just gauge how it performed. How it's a, at that time, it was a very new type of service. We were one of the very few places in the country doing it. it has, it's since taken off, it's become a lot more common. Um, but in Connecticut, we're still one of only three doing it. Right. Then we, we were looking at implementing a fare, then the pandemic hit, and we went fare-free on everything. Yes. Yeah, and So uh, it definitely changed our plans. But now with... Um, hopefully the worst of the pandemic behind us, right. we're now looking at implementing a fair. So we will be holding fair hearings. Right. Uh, we don't have dates yet, okay. but we'll be setting them uh, probably next month. All right. And we hope that the community will comment on the fair proposals that we put forward right. and engage you know, the public's reaction to potential fares on the service. Absolutely.
0: And if people want more information on Nine Town Transit and Middletown, middletown Area
1: <coughs> Transit, where can they go? Sure, the best places are our websites. Okay. Um, nine Town Transit is the number nine town transit com. Okay. And Middletown Transit is middletown area transit org. Okay. So both websites have a lot of information. Um, you know, all of our routes, our schedules, our fares, uh, applications for. the for services like ADA Paratransit, right. the half-fair program, they are all up there. Um, you will also find information on the fair hearings we will be holding on the Ninetown Transit website. Okay. And we also have a newsletter you can subscribe to in that we always are pushing stuff like that out. Uh, and you can also follow both agencies on Facebook, cool. there's ni- at Ninetown Transit and at uh, Middletown Area Transit. So cool. there's a lot of ways you can keep in touch with us and kind of always know what's going on. Absolutely.
0: Joe Comerford from Ninetown Transit, thanks for some time. We'll see you again soon. Thanks for having me. You got it. Thanks, Joe. On behalf of Joe Comerford, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night, and we'll see you next time.